Everybody else will uh, pick up. So here we go. Today's daf is Avsadi Zion, um, uh, page 97 of Mesachas Yavamas. We are up to the two dots, about 12 lines from the top of the Ahmed. We're going to be Zaychet to finish the 10th parak of Mesachas Yavamas very shortly. Let us get going. All right, so our Mishnah said, Echad ben Tes Shonim Vechulu. Okay, whether this Katon was nine years old and a day, or what the Mishnah say, or even up to 20 years old and still doesn't bring Shtay Saris, where we know at that point he's got the automatic status of a Sris where he automatically becomes a Godel. And this Gemara is going to be a beautiful message in life. You know why? Because sometimes, as we're about to see, it says, if you're nine years old and a day, your Bia, your intercourse, is called a Bia. But you can't make an acquisition. What happens if you're 13 years old and you don't have Shtay Saris? So are you a Godel yet? You're not a Godel. What happens if you're 19, you're about to turn 20, and you don't have Shtei Saris? Are you a Gadol? No. What happens if you're 20 and you don't have Shtei Saris? What's the luck of the Mishnah? You're a Gadol. You know why? Because you can't stay a baby your whole life. That's why. Mm-hmm. You're not just going to say to somebody, you know, you, you know uh, listen, you don't have Shtei Saris, keep going. At a certain point, at a certain point, you're going to have to, uh, you're going to have to take a plunge. You, you're, you're, at, at this point, the Chazal teaches you're a Gadol. So, huh? At, at, at these 16, without Shtei Saris, he starts to pass. I'm assuming like, right, you don't get the right. But it, it, as we I'm saw earlier, it might only be al-Suffolk. al It only be al-Suffolk, wow. okay? Wow. So here we go. Says the Gemara, Raminu, I'll ask you a contradiction. Ben Nesim, Shonen, Shlaevi, Shtei Saris. You have a 20-year-old that still didn't bring Shtei Saris. You have you, Ben Nesim. He should bring the birth certificate. He should prove that he's 20 years old. He now has the status of a Saris. And what happens if he was a Saris? And let's say he passed away. Yeah, childless. There's no Yibam or Chalitza. If he's the Yavam or he was the original husband. Also, if you have a 20-year-old girl who has not yet brought Shtei Saris, so she's now, uh, you know, her husband passed away. She's an Ammona. So we don't know if she is a Islandess or not. Yaviu Raya Shiva Sesim, bring a birth certificate, prove that she is 20. Now, I'm just saying birth certificate as an example. Bring any sort of proof that she is of that age. Vihi Islandess, she now has the status of an Islandess. And the halacha of an Islandess is that the whole original marriage was a Mekah Tois. And therefore, there's no Yibum or Chalitza. Veloi Chalatzas, Veloi Misyavemes. Okay, so what do you see from here? If you don't have Shtei Zaris, you're considered a Gadol. But according to our which is the message that we said initially, but according to our Mishnah, we said whether he's 20 years old already and hasn't yet brought Shazars, you're the same as a nine year old. So is a 20 year old Shazars a baby like a nine year old? Or at this point, do we say you're already a Gadol? So the Gemara answers, we learned about it. Okay, very interesting. The case of the Mishnah was where even before age 20, there were signs of being Saris, signs of being sterile. And therefore, he's already considered to be a Gadol even before age 20. But our Mishnah is dealing with a case where there's no Simon Isris that have developed before age 20. Hence, that's when we say you're going to be considered a katan until you're mamish of that age. And Amar Rava, Rava says, Daika Nami, we could be Madai, you can infer this as well, Tiktani, because the, the expression of the Mishnah is, Vuhu Hasaris, and he is a Saris, which means we know already he's a Saris. Right? He's 20, we know he's already a Saris. Now, if we didn't know he was a Saris, so then uh, he's going he's gonna to stay a katan. Okay. Shmamina, you learn from here. That's the difference between the two halachas, whether, it's bef- whether uh, um, you have to reach age 20 yet, you don't have Shesar, what? Right. So, so here's the halacha. If you're age 20 without Shesaris, and we already know you're a Saris, boom. Okay? Otherwise, you're going to have to wait mamish for the, the years in order to establish. Okay, here we go. 
says the Gemara, if let's say he did not yet, um, it was not yet grown on him, it did not yet develop in him, the signs of Asris, ad kama, until what age? Let's say he doesn't have any sim on him. How long is he considered Asris? Tony Debei Rebchia ad Rav Shnaisev. Interesting. I'll tell you in 36. Right? David Melech tells us that, according to that mission, right? David Melech tells us that uh, full life is 70 years. So, majority of that is going to be. Uh, is going to be 36 years. He also the Kamei Rava. When they came in front of... Now, who came in front of Rava? Apparently, these were people who did not yet grow Shteisaris. Okay? They came in front of Rava. Ikachush, if they were very um, weak, Omar Lui would say to them, Zil Abriyuhu, go get healthy. In other words, if they looked very scrawny and thin, he would say, Hevra, go, y- you need to eat better. Yeah? You need to eat better. The Iberia, and if they were obese, Omar Lahu, Rava would say, Zilu Akachju. In other words, go lose some weight. Go take care of your health. Why? So you had people now, they're 20 years old, they're not growing Simonim. They would come to Rava. And you know what? They, for a psak, like what, what, what I said, so Rava would say, before I give you a psak, let me give you some medical advice. You go get healthy. Why? Dahani simonim, because shte saris, signs of maturity, zimnin, there are times, the nasvi machmas kichusha, vizimnin, the nasvi machmas briusa. Yeah? There's times, listen, the, the body, as we know, anybody who's uh, ever had issues with health and, the, you know, knows it, it's a, it the, the, the medical world still hasn't figured out the incredible beauty and depth that we say with the bracha of Asher Yatsar, the, the interconnection of every part of the body. As soon as you try to heal one type of thing, it has a negative impact on something else. With, you know, it's, it's, it's incredible how, how uh, it's, it's so hard to balance out the comple- for the human mind to, and human abilities to balance out the complexities of the bodies. And therefore, the first thing Rava would tell them is, first take care of your health and then we're going to see whether your lack of shteisaris your lack of puberty is a sign of, of uh, sterility and that you have a status of Saras. Until you know this, I can't proclaim you a Saras. Hadron Allah Isha Rabba. Hadron Allah Isha Rabba. Hadron Allah Isha Rabba. Mazel Tov. Everybody finished the 10th parak. And now we start the 11th parak of Yavamas. Get ready for a fun journey in, the, in the, the, this Amud. Okay? This Amud. Um, Bezem we'll see uh, shortly. It's going to start towards the bottom. It's going to be a bunch of riddles. We're going to have a lot of riddles on uh, on today's Amud. Very uh, very unique, uh, very, very unique Amud. Let's get going. All right, next parak. Nice and quick introduction. Okay, we know that if a man marries a woman, he's forbidden to some of her relatives. What we're going to focus on over here a little bit is. Does he have to marry a woman? What if he only had relations with a woman? Is it the same thing? Do relations with a woman forbid you to the same people that a marriage with a woman would? Or is there a discrepancy? Is there a difference between the two? See, here we go. If a person violated, raped a woman, or seduced a woman, you're still allowed to marry her relatives. You can marry her mother. Even though you had relations, she's not called your wife, 
You can marry her mother. You never made an acquisition. Okay? But if a person has relation, has uh, uh, violates or seduces Hanesua, Chayef. So he has a full wife, and then he violates her sister. That's a problem. Okay? He's going to be, uh, be Chayef, because over here, you had relations with your wife's sister. That's the prohibition. The prohibition is not the acquisition, like we had in the first part. Prohibition is the relations. Okay. Nice say Adam, a person is allowed to marry. Anusas Aviv, a woman who was father violated. Umafutas Aviv, or a woman who was father seduced. Or Anusas Beno, Umafutas Beno. Or a woman who was violated by his son, or seduced by his son. Because even though you're not allowed to have relations with your father's wife, she was never your father's wife. Okay? Fine. Rabbi Yudah Iser, Ba'anusas Aviv, Umafutas Aviv. Okay? Rabbi Yudah is going to base himself off of Sukkim. We could already start imagining, right? Um, revealing the robe and, you know, how to, you know, ha- how this all plans out. Ultimately, we have a machlekes about when your father violates somebody or seduces somebody, whether you're allowed to marry that woman. The Tanakama holds yes. Rabbi Yehuda holds no. Let's get into the Gemara. Taninu Hatan Rabbanon. We learned in the following B'gaisa. Onas Isha Mutolisa Bita. If you violate a woman, you're allowed to marry her daughter. Nasa Isha, but if you marry the woman, Asolisa Bita. If you violate a woman, her daughter is allowed. If you marry her, her daughter is not allowed. Ramin Allah's contradiction. If a person's even accused, there's accused, there's claims against him that he had a relationship with a woman, you're not allowed to marry the mother, the daughter, or the sister. So you see, even without marriage, it's a problem. Says the Gemara, Midra Banan. You're right, Midaraisa, it's okay, but Midra Banan, it's not okay. Says the Gemara, really? Whenever the Rabbanon say something's forbidden rabbinically, our mission is going to say, you're allowed to marry, which seems to imply, like, go do it. There's no problem whatsoever. According to what you're telling me right now, it's, don't, you shouldn't say, go do it, because it's still forbidden rabbinically. Says the Gemara, our mission is talking, you know when we say you're allowed to marry the relative of the, the violated woman after she passed away? Okay? In other words, the Dinder Rabbanon. Of, of uh, marrying their relatives is going to be a rabbinic din only while she's alive. Once she passed away, the Rabbanon never made the Xerah, says the Gemara Manon Emili, where do you get this from? What's the source? The Tana Rabbanon, because the rabbis loint, and so should we, by all forbidden relations, it says, you're not allowed to lie down together, but when it comes to, to having relations with your wife's relatives, it says you're not allowed to take them, which means kicha is marriage. It's acquiring. To teach us directly kuchin asra that when it comes to having relations with your wife's relatives, it's only to do it in a way of marriage. Okay, so again, you know, we started out by saying our mission is going to be involved with. Is it if you violate a woman and you don't marry her, you let have relations with her with her uh, relatives and other? So, here is saying it really depends how the Torah writes the prohibition. If it talks about line, and this is push, I mean, this is, I mean, it's it's logic once it's explained this way. Whenever the Torah says you can't lie with them, it means you can't even have relations. If or or if you ever had relations, you can't marry them. But if it, if you use expressions of kicha of acquiring, then when's the issue going to crop up? Not if you had relations with the woman, but only if you acquired the woman. Omar Lay, Rav Papa, Labaye. Rav Papa says, Labaye, hold on, but now, 
according to that approach, concerning his sister, my own sister, a man who takes his sister, means, what, is it? what does it mean? Marry. By your half sister from your father, your paternal or mother, or maternal. You're going to tell me you're allowed to have uh, sexual relations with your half sister, but you're just not allowed to marry her? Really? Don't tell me every time it says kicha, it's only referring to marriage. That's not possible. I'm He responds to the kuchin When it says, you're right. See, here's how it works. When it says kicha acquiring, that could mean anything. That could mean marriage. That could mean relations. And the way to know whether or not the kicha means a marriage or a relation is as follows. If a, if a taking would be a valid taking, it would be effective, then it means marriage. If it's not going to be effective, it's going to mean shiva. So hence, if you were to go put a ring on your sister's finger, since it's not a valid marriage, we know that that word of Asher Yikach as Achaisai must only be referring to lying down. So let's pause and understand what's happening now. What's the rule from the Pasuk? So here we go. Here's the rule. Whenever the Torah used the word Shiva, lying down, that means even if you lie down with the woman, there's a prohibition. Whenever you use the word Kicha, then it depends. If Kicha would be applicable, if marriage would be applicable, then it would mean marriage. Otherwise, it could also mean Shiva. It could also mean lying down. Okay. Rav Amar, says, If somebody violates a woman, you're allowed to marry your daughter. You have relations with a woman, you're still allowed to marry your daughter. How do you know? Mehacha from the following Pesach. The nakedness of your granddaughter through your son, your granddaughter through your daughter, you should not uncover. Which seems to imply your daughter's daughter or or her son's daughter is allowed. Uksiv, however, there's another puzzle that says ervas isha obito leisigali. That's a problem, right? Because now you got to get it says a, do, a, a mother with a daughter. Whether you're not allowed to reveal as basmanov as basbito leisigach. Okay, so how do these two psukim? Uh, Work out again because the second pasuk is letting me know that you're not allowed to to marry your wife's granddaughter, whether or not this girl's your own granddaughter. So one pasuk seems it's okay for your step granddaughter, the other one seems it's not okay. Okay, so how does this work out? Kan beinsim, kan benisuin. If it was your full wife, then you're forbidden to her granddaughter. If you just violated a woman, then her daughter's daughter is not going to be forbidden. Says the Gemara, how do you know? Maybe it's the opposite. Maybe the, the first Pesach that allows it says it's talking about, um, the maybe, yeah, maybe it's talking about a marriage. A step-granddaughter through marriage, maybe that's when it's allowed. But just a, um, a woman who violated his granddaughter, maybe it's not allowed. Says the Gemara, no. Arayas she'er behu. By Arayas, use the word she'er, close relatives, benisuin ika she'er, and when there is a full marriage, that's, when the word she'er is appropriate, a uh, close relative, the word close relative, by Einsen, like a she'er, by a, by Einsen, there's no she'er. And if you look back at the Pesach, again, what is it said, ish, ish, it's called she'er b'sari. Right? Each man for all she'er b'sari, like sikr of the Galah Javasa, so you see from over here, again, what are we walking away with? If you violate a woman, her, his daughter's daughter, or her, this woman's daughter's daughter is allowed, but if you marry a woman, nishtazai, it's not going to be allowed. Okay. Period, two dots. Next part of the mission.
Rabbi Yehuda Eiser Ba'anusas Aviv. Rabbi Yehuda argued, he said, listen, Rabbi Yehuda said, if you violate or seduce a woman, you are forbidden to mother, daughter, sister. Okay? Here we go. Excuse me. Amr of Gidol Marav. Rav Gidol says in the name of Rav. My time with Rav Yehuda, what is the reason for Rav Yehuda? Okay. Why is it that, why does Rav Yehuda say that if your father violates a woman, you cannot marry her? What's the logic? Let's get into the Pesukim. Tchsev, it says in the Pesukim, A man is not allowed to take, take to marry, right? The wife of his father. Not only can't you take, you also not let her reveal the nakedness, reveal the same robe that your father revealed. Which Rabbi Yehuda says, what does this mean? The robe that your father uncovered, your father opened up, you also are not allowed. If it, how do you know that the, the, you know, the uncovering of your father is referring to a woman he violates? How do you know it's referring even to such a case? Says the Gemara, um, It's uh, ksiv. Look at the pasuk which is written meiluye. The word aliyah is uh, above. Let's look at the pasuk above. The pasuk before. What does it say? It says v'nasana isha shechidim olavi anara chamishim kasev. It says that by the case of a nara, by a woman that's violated, by a young girl that's violated. The fellow who had relations with her is obligated in a 50 shekel penalty. And since the Pasuk right before Vlaigala Knaf Aviv is dealing with Ainisim Bafate, right, is, is, is uh, dealing with violating or seducing, so to over here, the prohibition of uncovering your father's robe is also even applying in a case where your father violated or seduced. Okay? So therefore, Rabbi Huda Ramisha says, any woman that your father had relations with, you're forbidden to. But the Tanakhama argued. Okay, the Rabban argued. Says the Gemara of Rabban. Why did the Rabban argue? They say it like this. If the Psukim um, would have been back to back, Kiddika Amrit, then it would be true, like uh, you'd be able to make the Drusha, like you said. Okay, now here, here's how it works. The two Psukim is, is uh, Parakhof Beis, Pasuk, uh, again. Look in the Torah or Asholim, Pasuk Chaf Tes, and then the other Pasuk is Parak Chaf Gimel Pasuk Aleph, okay? So the Rabban say, listen, if it would be back to back in a Hanami, but Hasha Delay Samachle, over here, where it's not Mamish, back to back, Mibayle, we're going to say that Laigala Knaf Aviv is needed, Lichd Rav Anan, for the Halacha of Rav Anan. The Amar Rav Anan Amar Shmuel, Rav Anan quotes Shmuel to say, Bishemeres Yavam Shal Aviv Hakosim Edaber, the Pasuk is referring to a Shemeres Yavam. Uh, uh, of, of his father, you hear this? Your father, your uncle. It's a very simple case. Your uncle passed away childless. Say so your uncle's widow falls to your father in Yibum. Okay, are you permitted to have relations with the Shemeris Yavam of your father? No. That's what it means like Galak Knaf Aviv. You're not allowed to reveal the robe that's set aside for your father. What does that mean? Even a robe that's fit, at some point was fit for your father, also, you're not allowed to reveal. 
says the Gemara, the tapok lay mishum doy dasai. I don't understand something. Ready for this? <laughs> you know why you're not allowed to marry a shemeres yovel of your father? Because she's your uncle's wife. That's a that's also a prohibition. That's already in Arias. You don't have to say you're not allowed to marry her because she's waiting for your father in Ibum. She's your uncle's wife. Says Gemara, you're right. We're adding a love. Two prohibitions if you have relations with her. She's your aunt. And she also marries the alma of your father. Okay. Says the Gemara. Well, what about another problem? Any Yavama who's waiting, you're not allowed to have relations with. So that's another love. Says the Gemara. Alright, you're right. You're right. Three prohibitions. You buy say more if you want. You could say the We're dealing with when your father already died. Since your father already died, let's assume your father was the only brother. If your father was the only brother, so now as far as the prohibition of going out to the shuk, are the public forbidden to her? No, because she's not a shemeres yavam for anybody anymore. But for you, it's still prohibited because as long as at one point she was a shemeres yavam, she was roi. She was fit to, 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 for the Kanaf Aviv. She was fit to marry your father. That prohibition will still remain in effect. Gavaldi. Top of Ahmed Bez. Here we go. Look at the very top Rashi. Look at the very top Rashi. Ach me'av. So Rashi says, Mashalayzheim. We're now going to get into Mashalim parables. But uh, here it's referring to riddles, as we're going to see. Uregilim b'nei adam la'imram. And these were riddles that people who learnt, uh, people who learnt Yevamas would go through. And there's going to be a lot of fun. So take us down to the Mishnah. Okay, just, uh, just a little less than halfway down. Um, and they, they would ask the Chachamim to, to uh, sharpen them. And some would say, actually, the Tzedukim would try to challenge the Chachamim with, uh, with these riddles. But as we're going to see, there's like no case. It's the beauty. There's no case in the Torah that like doesn't exist. So here we go. Here we go. There's always something to learn. Ach me'av v'loi me'im. My brother from my father, but it's not my brother from my mother. Okay? V'hu b'ayla de'im. And he's my mother's husband. Ve'ana, and I, Barta de Intche, I am his wife's daughter. So this person, ready for the riddle? I am, th- th- this is my paternal brother, who's my mother's husband, and I'm his wife's daughter. Okay. Amar Rabbi Barchama, to like Rabbi Yehuda Demastisen. This is not like Rabbi Yehuda in our Mishnah. Meaning, according to the view of the Mishnah, this case is impossible because you're not allowed to marry any woman who your father revealed her, or who your father violated. And therefore, it's an impossible scenario. Because again, it's my paternal brother. My paternal brother is my mother's husband and I am his, uh, his wife's daughter. Okay, so over here, you're going to have just a guy who violated a woman and they had a daughter. So the son marries the, the violated mother. You get it? The, the son is the half-sister of the daughter. And he violates, he, he wants to marry his, uh, the, the woman who his father violated and, and fathered a daughter from. So according to Buter Mishra, it's not possible because such a marriage is not allowed. Okay, here we go. Ahu, he's my brother. 
Ubarihu, and he's also my son. Achosei, Ano, I'm his sister. Dahai, Didarino, Achavtoi, and I, and I uh, carry him on my shoulder. See, he's my brother, he's my son. I am the sister, um, and I carry him on my shoulder. What's that? Says the Gemara, You're going have a you're gonna have a guy who has relations with his daughter. Now, it doesn't necessarily need to meet a guy, but the Gemara just doesn't want to fathom that a Jew would do this. Okay? So over here, think about it. You have relations with, this guy had a relationship with his own daughter, and they have a son. So this son is his daughter's son, so they, there's siblings, and also, her, her, yeah, and it's also her brother. You're saying to this woman, to this violated daughter, the boy is a son and a sibling. Make sense? Because they share the same father. Okay. Shalom Allah Bri. Shalom Aleichem to you, my son. Bas Achoseich Ana. Hello, my son. I am your niece. I am my son's niece. Well, how's that possible? You have a, a guy who, who has relations with his granddaughter and they have a child. So this granddaughter is both the, uh, the mother of the child and the, and, the, um, and the sister at the same time. Remember originally in Yavamas we quoted that uh, poem, was it, I'm my own grandpa. Right? And my own grandpa. That would that would fit very well over here. Deloy the Dalu Davla. Those who draw water with a pail, Lipol Bechu, they should fall. Uh, Lipol should fall. Bechu Seser Peser. Um, in in uh, in uh, in unsolved puzzles. Okay, those who draw water should fall in unsolved puzzles. The high the the Reinahu. Bar And what's the riddle? <clears throat> that this person is my child, and I am also this child's brother's daughter. How are you going to be my child and my child's brother's daughter? Okay. So the same thing, but now you had relate. You, you had your son. You had relation with your son's daughter, and you have a son by her. So this is the this girl is now the mother of the child, and also the daughter of the brother. Boy, boy, which is like, oive, oive, me'achu va'av, because this person is my brother and my father, v'hubal, he's also my husband, so my brother and my father are also my husband, v'hubarbal, and he's also my husband's son, v'hubayla de'em, and he's also my mother's husband, v'ana barta de'itze, and I am his wife's daughter, Pita, and he won't give me bread. La'achua to his sister Yasmi, orphaned b'nei Barte, to our orphan by his own daughter's children. How does such a thing happen? Says the Gemara Meshkach We're going to find such a case. You're going to have a guy who has relations with his mother. Okay. So now what happens? So he's now his mother's spouse. We'll call them. And they have a daughter. So this daughter is his sister because they share mothers. And he's also the father. Okay, so so far we know why this girl, their brothers and fa- uh, daughter, uh, why he's her father and brother. The Chazar, 
And then, Ba'alach al Aisabas, he had relations with his daughter. So, relations with his mother, they have this daughter. Then he has relations with a daughter. See, he became, ready? He became this girl's father and brother and now husband. The Chazar Zakin, and then. Um, the guy's father. The guy's father came. Uba he had relations with his son's wife. And they had kids with her as well. Okay, so now you can have a case of a husband, a brother, um, a father, and he's also the half brother of these kids who the grandfather is now having relations with. Next, next riddle. Ano va'at achi. You and I are brothers. Ano va'avuch achi. You, uh, your father is also my brother. So you're my brother. Your father's my brother. And your mother's my brother. So you're my brother, your father's my brother, your mother's my brother. Guy has relations with his mother, and they have two daughters. He has relations with one of the daughters, and they have a son. Uh, and this kid is called the, the sister of the mother, because they share fathers, right? And this is how the aunt calls him. She says to him, your, you, your father and I are siblings, and your mother and I are siblings. And that's how the aunt is talking to the child. You, um, me and you, B'nai Achi, are, are uh, sons of brothers, so we're first cousins. You and I are first cousins. You, uh, your father and I are... are um, Avuch b'nei are yeah are also uh, cousins. Anav imech and your mother and I b'nei achi are also cousins. Says the Gemara. This is possible even in a permitted way. Kigain. For example, now we're going to move away from the Avrikachavim because now it's mutter. So we're going to move into we're going to get Ruvain in trouble again. Ruvain sheyesh loishtei banis. Ruvain had two daughters. Uh, yeah, Reuben had two brothers, had two daughters. For also Shimon, Shimon came. Venosav Chodominayu married one of his nieces. Okay, so Shimon married one niece. For also Bar Levi, and then Levi's son went. Venosav Chodominayu and married one of his first cousins. Yeah, you understand. So, so Reuben has two daughters. He has a brother Shimon. Shimon marries one daughter. His niece, no problem. Levi didn't marry anybody, but Levi's son married. So now you're going to have an uncle married a daughter and a cousin marrying one of the daughters. So Shimon's son from daughter number one is saying it to Levi's grandson, the child of daughter number two, He's saying, you know, you and I are cousins, your father and I are cousins, and your mother and I are cousins as well. So Beautiful. Maybe. I'm sure do this. Maybe. Maybe. Yep. Fascinating. All right. Here we go. Period. We're done. Done, done with that conversation. Now, you know, we had the last, the, you know, it's a new parak. And the last parak discussed the, the nine-year-old situation, uh, you know, what the lovers of a nine-year-old are. We started out our parak dealing with um, the difference between 
a marriage of somebody that your father, somebody your father married, or is it different than somebody who your father violated, or they themselves did it? And now we're going to move on to a, a new discussion, still focusing on yibum, but getting a little bit into conversions as well. How yibum connects with converts. Here we go. You have a woman whose son converts with her. Okay. What's the halacha? Okay, boneha is plural. So she's got two sons, at least. So the, um, one of the sons dies childless. The Almana, we'll call her, is not a Yavama to the other one. Why? Because as we know, they're not really related. This is true even when the first child was conceived when his mother was not Jewish. He came into the world Jewish. And the second brother was born totally Jewish. There's still not going to be Yibam. Now this is going to need a drush over here. Okay? Going to need a drush. Now again, this first son, they're brothers. Because the first son was conceived though from a, as the mother not being Jewish, but it was born Jewish. So um, we say still, there's not going to be even Now why? Why not? Are they both Jewish? Are they both born Jewish? Yeah, they're both born Jewish. She's jumping out of your seats over here, unless you have what, what the issue is. Again, ready? You have a woman who converts pregnant. Two months later, boy number one is born. Two years, Jewish. Two years later, the second brother's born. Jewish. They grow up. Brother number one gets married, dies childless. There's no even for brother number two. It's like another riddle. <laughs> well, There's mean, no your brother number two. If someone converts pregnant, whether the kid is... Yeah, but we pass it. Okay. We pass in that he is. But either way, either way. You know why? Because they're not considered paternal brothers. Because the father. Oh. Because uh, it's it, 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 that's what's That's what's confusing over here. But it, it's only an issue as far as Yibam is concerned, but as far as the other things, if you pass it, right, that, that uh, as long as you're born, it's it. So then in the Hanami. But that's the, that's the Avaid over here. Incredible. Okay. Okay. Also, a case of a shivcha whose uh, children were freed along with her. The same, uh, the the same reality would happen. Okay, it would be the same situation as a giyiris. Fine. Says the Gemara. Bnei Yudin Amsa Ishtachru, the sons of Yudin, the slave. Were freed. Sharlur of another Jewish. Sharlur of Achbar Yaakov the Mins of Nasheid Dadadi. Achbar Yaakov said they're allowed to marry each other's wives. They're allowed to marry each other's wives. In other words, he allowed um, one brother to marry the widow of the other brother because he said you guys aren't brothers. You're not brothers. Therefore, it's not considered your brother's wife. Okay, huh? If something is us, can Bnei Noach marry each other's? They're not Bnei Noach. They're Jewish now. 
Now they're Jewish, but you can't be more makeful as a Yid. Very good, very good, very good. Let's see. Okay, here we go. Great, great, great var. Rabbi Ravinsky is pointing out over here that it's going to come out if Rav Acha is allowing this, allowing the brother to marry the other brother's widow. So then it, it's going to come out. There's a scenario where we're more we're more lenient on being a Yid than we are while they were Goyim. Because while they were Goyim, maybe you'll be considered Gili Arayas. Except over here, here's going to be the response. Except, you're right, but over here they're not brothers anymore. And so they don't even have that status. Everybody agree? I'm sorry. I got to restart. Let's restart the Gemara. I lost my place. Okay, the sons of Yudan, the Amsa, the Amma, was they were free. Charlu Ravach Riyak the Minsev Noshi Adadi Ravach Riyak without them too. When one passed away, they married the other one's wife. Amalei Rava. Rava said to Rav Acha, or Rav Sheshes Osar. Sheshes said no. Amalei who also from Asherina. I say yet. Shkoyich. Ben Avloi Ben Aim says Gemara. When they're brothers from the same father, but not from the same mother, Kuli Amalei Pligi Dishar. Everybody agrees. It's allowed when they have different mothers. Why? Because Ger Dami. There's not going to be anybody making a mistake. Yeah, because everybody knows they're not related. Um, and when they are siblings from the mother, and the father, everybody agrees that it is not allowed. Midrabonon, obviously, because Midraisa, again, they're also Kikot and Shanela, dummy. But um, over here, at least the way it looks to the outside, it, it makes more sense for Chum to say we're not going to allow this marriage because people are going to think that to be married to your brother's your your brother's wife through your mother, your half brother through your mother's wife is going to be allowed. In other words, through your father, people aren't going to make that mistake. So there's no need to make the added gzera. Over here, there would be a reason to make that gzera. Okay, so keep the words there, machlekes menaav umenaim. Wow. Okay, machlekes is when she is your full when, when the other guy is your full brother. So here we go. Man deshari baser abashdin on the one who says that it's allowed to marry your again the, these gerim your your deceased brother's wife. We people are going to say, listen, they have the same father, and therefore we should allow them. We shouldn't make a decree. Because people in general, you, you call somebody the son of the father. Okay? And therefore, um, people might not even know that they have the same mother. Now, since they're not going to know that they have the same mother, they're going to, the, the, you know, again, what do we learn? What are we worried about? The way it looks to people. See here, people are going to assume that we, the reason why they're abundant xera on this relationship is only because of Gershon Eilad Kikot on Shon Eilad Dami. Rav says, no, we got to be strict. Karlo Nami B'nei Plainus. You don't only call somebody after the mother, the father, we also call people after the name of the mother. Vika Damar, and there are those who learn a little different, and they say, Pala Grabacha Bariyakov, Afilu Ba'achim Naim. will even argue by maternal brothers, okay? My time, why would they he argue with paternal brothers? Gershon is Geyer, Gotten Dummy, because of this overriding rule. Gershon is Geyer, Gotten Shanela Dummy. People in general know this. They know when people convert. They know the halacha of converts, that you're no longer considered uh, relatives. And therefore, they're not going to be confused. You'll be like, oh, I think you're allowed to start marrying the wife of your half brother, of your, you know, of your half brother through your mother. You're not going to start making that mistake. You know why? Because they're aware. 
the word gets out there that, the, that these people are converts, and the word gets and people know that once you convert, there's a, it's a, it's a new reality. Okay. Says the Gemara, Tanam we learned in our Mishnah, Yerushin is Garu Banaima, you have a woman whose children convert along with her, like Holtim, let me have no Chalitza or Yibo, my time, why not? Love me, Shumda Siri. Don't we say there's no Yim or Chalitza because it's considered like an Arias? Yeah, they're not allowed to marry each other. Says the Gemara, Lai, Dana Bataris Chalitza of the Yibum, Bishayil Alma of Inunamishar. I'll tell you why there's no Yibum or Chalitza, because they're not even Bataras. That doesn't start because they're kikatan shanayla dummy. They're not siblings. Vishayla alma, and therefore she's allowed to anybody else. They could also marry anybody else. They could marry each other. They could marry whatever. In other words, going back to that overriding idea, people know you don't need to make decrees when it comes to converts. People know what takes place when somebody converts. I uh, says the Gemara vakatani afilu, but if you look at the Mishnah closely, the Mishnah says. Even in the case where they were both born Bikadusha. Which means, whenever you say the word even, what does that mean? I'm going to tell you a bigger Chiddush. Okay? Now, according to what we're saying, in the beginning when she converted with two sons, we say they converted. And even in a case where one was born in Kedusha, conceived Shalai Bikadusha, born in Kedusha, right? So it seems this case is going to be a bigger Chiddush. Now, if you're going to say that in the first case of the Mishnah they were usher to each other, handed Tony Afilu. We're going to say even in the second one, even though in the first case, even though by the first brother, I'm sorry, where he was conceived, but he was born, and the second one was completely conceived and born as Jewish. And we're going to say, listen, they were, con- we're going to view it like they were conceived with different mothers, because one was conceived to a non-Jewish mother, one was conceived to a Jewish mother. Still, they're not allowed to marry. That could all make sense. We understand the word, it all, it all stems, it all works out. But if you're going to hold, that in the ratio of our Mishnah, they're allowed to marry each other. My Afilu. What does it mean, Afilu? Even when they're both born Bikdusha? What do you mean? In other words, if we're going to permit, if we're going to allow her to marry in the other case, in the first case, what difference does it make whether or not they were born Bikdusha? Again, there's this overriding knowledge. People know about this. There's no bigger Kiddush. Says the Gemara, yes, there is. The Alpha Gavda Tavayle doesn't be Kedusha, even though both brothers were born be Kedusha. I'll tell you what's going to happen. People know the laws and status of regular Gary. But this is unique. This is unique. Right? This is not, this is a case where people are going to confuse these kids like regular Jews. They're not going to know. They're born, their mom is born with yarmulkes on their head, we'll call it. You know what I mean? Full-fledged Yisraelim, Tafilu Hachi Shari. And the Adachidish over here is, even though, even though they're both born by Kedusha, still, they're going to be, uh, the Yavama is going to be allowed to marry anybody and, and um, does not need Chalitza from the brothers. That's Taka, a much bigger Chidish. Okay. Ikadamri, there are those who learn this conversation a little differently. Hachinami Mustavu the Sharu that um, it's it's actually logical that the, the you know they're all permitted to marry whoever they want. Because the Mishnah says, even if they're both both born Bikadusha, what does that mean? It means like this. If you're gonna tell me that 
um, the Yavama, we're not going to call it the Yavama, the widow of brother number one is allowed to marry brother number two. There's no Yibra Chalitza, it's just a regular marriage. Therefore it says, Afilu in the second case. What's the added Chiddush? Even though the, the both brothers are born Jewish, still the brother number two can marry the widow of brother number one. And we're not concerned. People are going to think that brothers can marry each other. So it's like a bigger Chiddush, right? Guess what's happening? Brother number one was conceived not Jewish, born Jewish. 20 years, uh, 30 years later, he dies, childless. To say that brother number two can marry her is a much bigger chiddush than when they were both born not Jewish, right? That's obviously big. Aliyah Mirasiri, but if you're going to hold that, that uh, it's going to be usher in the first case. So now, in the first case of the Mishnah, when they're both born not Jewish, it's usher. So you can tell me when they're both born, even when they're both born Jewish, it's usher? Kabbalah, right? My afilu. What does one afilu mean? That's the Gemara. The Alpha Gav the Rishon and Rosh Hashanah Kedusha. Even though in the beginning the the conception was not in the Kedusha, was not Jewish, but was born Jewish. Vasheni Rosh Hashanah Kedusha, and the second one was completely in a state of Jewishness. Kishtei Mois Damu. We still since we're still going to view it like they have two different mothers because again one was conceived not Jewish. Well, to a not Jewish mother, one was conceived to a Jewish mother. Still, we're going to say that no, it's going to be usher. Why? Because you're born Bekdusha. Toshma, come and listen. Now, we don't know who's right. We don't know who's right. But we've established the tzdodim, the sides of the machlekes between Rav Sheshes and Rav Achabar Toshma, come and listen. Let's try to get to the Allah. Okay. So you have two Gerim that are twins. Okay. It seems like regular twins. So, however old they are. They're already born, and they convert. They look alike. There's no Yibum, and there is no Chalitza. Huh? Thank you. The same Allah would apply to these two brothers who are twins, that are freed as Avdei Kananim. There's not going to be Yibum, and there's not going to be Chalitza. You don't need to. Again, they're not related. Okay? Do they have the same mother? They have the same mother. Do they have the same father? You'd assume. Now, the Mepharshim up here say there's a greater assumption because they're twins. Okay? Because they're twins. They have to have the same father. Right? So that's what's, uh, that's the added unique case of this Bryce. So, um, There's also, if one marries the other brother's wife, there's no chiv. Of you're not a brother. What happens if they were both conceived and their mother converts while she's pregnant with the twins? Still, there's no yibum or chalitza. But even though there's no yibum or chalitza, now we know they have the same father. Still, chayav mishum you're going to be chayav because of Eishas Ach. Okay. Meaning, the Allah of Eishas Ach follows the birth, and they're still not going to have Yibum because they were conceived Shalai Bekdusha. And this is going to have to, you have to bring sources for this. To tell me that one halacha applies at one stage, one halacha applies at the other stage. Um, However, if they were both conceived and born Bikdusha, meaning 
their mother and father converted, and then they were conceived. So there's no discussion over there. There's regular yibum, regular, uh, regular laws. Here's the bottom line. The bottom line is, what do we see in the Brisa? That if they were conceived, and born there's no chiyuv for the prohibition of brother's wife. Chiyuva leka, which means there's no chiyuv. You're not going to have to uh, bring a carbon. Ha'isura ika, but it's still going to be pater avalaser, so to speak. Right, you're pater for bringing a carbon, but it's still going to be aser, which seems to be the halacha of Rav Sheshes, who was concerned that people, if we allow them to marry each other's sisters, people are going to think that uh, so too a regular Jew is allowed to marry your wife's bro- the, the, your, the wife of your brother. And that was Rav Sheshah's concern. And you see that concern's over here because it says Chiyuv without... Uh, yeah, but it says you have to be Mechoyev, but that implies it's still going to be Usr. How do you think the Gemara is going to wiggle out? Yeah. Right? Again, is this a, it's a straight proof or it's a deal? doesn't say Chiyuv. Okay, so the Gemara is going to wiggle out of that. The Gemara is going to say, no, 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 no. You know why we say you're not Chayev? Not because it's still Usr, like Rav Sheshis. No, who adin dafilu isur anami It's not Usr. Not Chayev means it's not Usr. These two twin brothers are absolutely permitted, even Midrabana, to marry each other's wives. So why did I say the word you're not Chayev? Tell me it's not Usr. I did the boy the of since at the end of the Brisa, where we talk about a full-fledged Yisrael, where there's going to be a chiv, chiv kares, or a carbon if it's unintentional. But chayavim in the reisha is not a literal word, not to be taken literally. Again, it's, it's there to keep the pattern of the words of the Mishnah. But in Echanami, the same way there's not going to be a chiv, it's not going to be iser. Hence, we still don't have a proof. We don't know who's correct. Um, whether it's Rav Sheshes or Rav Achabar Yaakov, and Bezem tomorrow, we will continue on this uh, concept, this topic of these twin brothers who are conceived Shalai Bikdusha, but then born Bikdusha. How we, how, how we view it, we'll get a little further into the Machaikas and try to prove which opinion is correct. We'll hold it here for today. Have a wonderful week, everybody.